What a great time to be a Giant, be a fan of the Giants. Like we have something going here. We're building something special, and you know you can see it from the outside and inside. It's even more beautiful. Reflecting on everything that got me here, just to see that uniform, and you know I, I watched. That's the team I watched the most growing up. Cause my dad was a Giants fan. So once a Giant, always a Giant. For me, it's only a Giant. Welcome everybody to a special edition of All In with Art Stapleton, a New York Giants podcast brought to you by NorthJersey.com and the Record. I'm your host, Art Stapleton, and there aren't many words to describe tonight for Giants fans. 24-3, and I'd say in over a decade on the beat, this is up there with one of the worst performances that I've seen from a team that expected so much more, that played and showed so much more just a year ago. And it was a breakdown in every facet across the board, from coaching to players to offense, defense, and special teams. This was about as low as the Giants have been really going back a ways. And that says a lot for a team that before last season tied for the most losses in the NFL. And to lose this game the way they did to a shorthanded Seahawks team. You got to give Seattle a lot of credit. They came in without their left tackle and their right tackle. And then in the game in the first half, they lost their left guard and their right guard. And yes, they were not the offensive line that gave up 11 sacks. The Giants were shorthanded, but it's still no excuse. And it goes from the top on down. It's the roster that Joe Shane assembled. It's the head coach. Brian Dable. It's a coaching staff that was lauded all year last year and deservedly so for a team that was able to go from the depths of three coaches out and then Dable, the fourth coach since Tom Coughlin left in 2015. And now it's the second year woes for the New York Giants. Ben McAdoo fired before his second year ended. He was in the playoffs his first year. Pat Shermer fired after two years. Joe Judge fired after two years. And for some reason now, this sophomore curse for the New York Giants, Brian Dable, is now dealing with a 1-3 start in which this team has been completely embarrassed both games in prime time that they've played before tonight. And now the third primetime game, just a pathetic performance across the board for what they were able to do. Daniel Jones has regressed. Obviously, some of that has to do with this offensive line. And yes, they didn't have Andrew Thomas. Yes, they lost John Michael Schmitz early to a shoulder injury. But this offensive line had Jones running for his life. They had no rhythm whatsoever, no plan that was visible, that they were actually trying to do things. And then when push came to shove, the Giants still had an opportunity. And Jones ended up throwing a pick six. He locked on to Paris Campbell rather than throwing the ball to Darren Waller, who after the game in the locker room insinuated that he was open. 
I believe Wandell Robinson was also open, but Jones threw to Campbell. I don't know if it was a miscommunication on the route that he was running, but he threw it right to Devon Witherspoon. Witherspoon, top five pick for the Seahawks, was all over the place tonight. Outstanding player and ended up taking it back 97 yards for a touchdown, pick six. And, you know, just like that, the Giants are sitting at one and three and now heading to Miami and Buffalo with a primetime game in Buffalo, of all places, in two weeks on Sunday Night Football. And the odds will tell you that the Giants will be sitting there at one and five after those six games and then coming home to play the Washington Commanders. It's that bad. It's just one of those things that's hard to explain. Watching this team all summer, I never imagined this. Didn't think it would be easy. Obviously, they had a lot of teams on their schedule in the early part of the season that were going to push them, really make them compete. But as I wrote in the column on NorthJersey.com coming into this game, this team has just been missing something. Something. Something's missing. Darren Waller after the game doesn't have the answers. Don't have the answers what's gone wrong with this offense. I asked Brian Dable why he was confident in this team that they would be able to turn it around. Xavier McKinney, the same question, because they know who's in this locker room. And I'm not sure they do. I'm not sure I do after watching this game tonight. It's the same mistakes over and over again. And you have to wonder if the coaching message is getting through to the players in the locker room. Because last year was last year, this year was this year. But you have to wonder just how comfortable these guys have gotten. And there's no one in that locker room, player to player, who can make these guys feel uncomfortable. Dexter Lawrence said after the game he has no problem getting in a guy's face and confronting somebody. But I haven't seen it. And I don't think it's happening to this point. Now, maybe it happens now. But these guys talk about taking an honest look in the mirror. They must not have any mirrors in the locker room because they're making the same mistakes over and over again. And when another team throws a right hook, save for the second half against Arizona, this team hits the canvas and almost looks around and waits for somebody else to make a play. And that's the honest truth. And it's got to be frustrating for this fan base because you revert back to what you know. And what this team has known is losing. A lot of losing. Before last year, everything they got last year was earned. They made the playoffs. Nine wins. Another win in the postseason. Brian Dable gets coach of the year. The coaching staff was lauded up and down. These players, look at who got contracts after the season. Andrew Thomas, long-term deal. He's here till 2029. It's unfortunate that he gets hurt on a blocked field goal in week one against the Cowboys, trying to chase down the play. And now they've lost him for three games and maybe more. Who knows when he comes back? Because his hamstring just is not responding the way he needs it to respond. Daniel Jones gets his contract and then becomes basically a punching bag yet again league-wide. You got players from other teams tweeting tonight, mocking 
the Giants. And the feeling in the locker room is almost like, eh, go ahead, make fun of us, because we know what we are. We know what we're going to be. Well, the steel Bill Parcells' line, you are what your record says you are. And it's not just the record. If the Giants were 1-3, and three, but you felt like they were giving themselves a fighting chance, you'd almost look at it and you say, okay, they can still punch their way out of this. There is no punching the way out of this. Their performances are worse than the record. They should be 0-4 the way they've played. And that's the reality. So how do they figure it out? I don't have the answers. And I don't think they do either. I don't think they have the answers at this point. And it's a frustrating thing to watch a team disintegrate play by play, quarter by quarter, week by week. And that's the reality. And the reality the Giants find themselves in is for the fourth straight head coach in the second year, they have no answers. Now, that's not to say that I believe Brian Dable is going to lose his job or he deserves to. He deserves an opportunity to try to get this team and this ship righted. But everything you thought you knew about the roster, everything you thought you knew about the direction of this team, about the quarterback, about the players that you want to build this team around, there are a lot of questions and really no answers. The one thing I will say is the one guy that really showed up tonight was Kayvon Thibodeau, two sacks, and he had the presence of mind that after his second sack, he did not dance, he did not celebrate, he just walked back to the huddle and got off the field because it was down to fourth down and forced the field goal attempt from Seattle. That's where they're at. They get the performance they needed from Thibodeau that we all said they needed. And they didn't get much else. So we'll be back at it this week. Giants heading to Miami. That should be a fun one. But uh, we'll see. We'll see how much heart this team has. Because right now they're not showing any of it. To be perfectly honest. They're not showing execution. They're not showing heart. They're not showing emotion. The only time they're showing emotion is with the other team. Getting in scraps after the whistle, personal fouls, six penalties on special teams. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. This team is not playing well in any facet of the game. And right now, it's costing them big time. And right now, they are an embarrassment in the league-wide. For the second time, they've had two home games. And for the second time in the fourth quarter, team the opposing fans basically took over the lower bowl here at MetLife Stadium. Tonight it was chance, go Hawks, go Hawks. The Cowboys dominated week one, 40 to nothing. This is where the Giants are right now, and there's no escaping it. And right now, they don't have any answers. Thanks for listening. We're all in. I'm not sure how all in the Giants are, but I know you guys are all in. So we'll catch you this week.